Welcome to All Road 65 Max Radio, where the road ahead gets brighter as we journey toward truth, traveling through our dreams and inspiration into a new reality. It's time, and your ticket is waiting. All aboard All Roads Lead 65 Max with Pamela Henderson. All Road 65 Max Radio. I am your host, Pamela L. Henderson. My focus is my mission statement to help create a quality of life through social growth, inspiring Jews to become leaders by establishing partnerships with corporations, donors, sponsors, volunteers, the community, and abroad. Please join me here every other Tuesday at noon on BBS Radio, All Road 65 Max. My special guest today is Mr. Ted Winslow, who is internationally acclaimed for his pioneering work, the research and development of sound healing and its positive effect on the human energy field. Ted's music features Sounds and Tech, a customized brainwave technology, Developed through binaural beats, compositions, sacred geometry, numerology, tunings, state-of-the-art recording technologies, and frequencies to create gamma, theta, alpha, and delta brainwave states. He is the best-selling recording artist, award-winning producer, vocal coach, and composer with an international following. At last, thank you for this interview chance, Mr. Winslow, and welcome to the show. Pamela, thank you so much for having me on. It's quite an honor to be here. How's the weather out there? It is finally warming up. We've been in uh, multiple snowstorms where it's gotten uh, below zero, and most of the days it was around, well, just the other day it was about two degrees. Two degrees? <laughs> And here I'm thinking I'm freezing here in California. I mean, we've been like 35, 34, and that's cold for me. I'm like, oh my God, I keep the heater on. My PGE is sky high. <laughs> it's Colorado is crazy because you you'll see a bunch of people here when it's 35 degrees because it's so much closer to the sun that 35 people can can wear sometimes short sleeves and, and shorts if the sun is out and no clouds. But then if, if it's not or it's cloudy, that 35, we feel different. We don't have the wind chill like you guys have. Wow. Yeah, Colorado. So you get a lot of snow, right? Lots mm, of snow. Not as much as that we, we'd all like to, but um, definitely do get our, our fill of snow at certain times of the year. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, we have a lot to discuss. I thank you again for coming on the show. I have this one question that I always ask inspiring artists and and people such as yourself. What drew you to the music industry? Uh, as a kid, I guess probably when MTV kind of came out. Uh, right. All of my peers and I were watching these people on video thinking that that was the coolest thing. So I I started out with drums and then I went to guitar and then. I went to bass guitar and bass guitar. I seemed to really find my foothold with it and um, ended up going to to college to study music. 
And in my spare time, I was working as a studio musician. So it was always the okay. pole, probably. And here, here I'm talking about string vibrations, vibrations <laughs> with a stringed instrument. Right. It being close to your body, it vibrated. So naturally, I liked a lot of string instruments. I even played violin at one point. So, really? Yeah. Yeah. So I um, worked as a studio musician and got a college degree. When I was um, working in the studios, I happened to look on the other side of the glass, so to speak, and saw these producers and engineers and what they were doing and hearing what they were doing with my sound. I thought that would be – I had to learn more about it. So I started hanging out with them when I wasn't recording and learning their trade. As it turns out, the university that was just adjacent to where I was going – Happened to have one of the top three recording engineering programs in the country at that time. And so I transferred in and been studying engineering and music and recording pretty much ever since. Wow, that's amazing. And you have an international following. Please discuss how you interact with and respond to your fans. Um, Pretty much sometimes it'll be through social media. A lot of them will probably hit our website and ask a question or something that they might have a concern on what it is that this healing frequency music is that I'm doing or, or they'll leave testimonials, which is probably one of the biggest things why I like to do this, hearing the response that I get back from them. I think that when I, I opened up my own record label and uh, it was all like, comedy of trials and errors and as i did that it started to put my music out into other countries and it just kind of grew from there so it's it's always fantastic to hear a lot of people like i've got um from belize a big following in belize and down to australia it's just wow and here in the states wow okay that's amazing tell me about the frequencies to create gamma Theta, Alpha, and the Delta brainwaves a little bit. I was very interested in in that, and also I would like to know how how does that heal someone? Okay, okay. Well, there's there's a couple different parts to that. And the best way I like to describe it to people with sound, about what sound healing can equate to is it would be like color therapy, right? So sound healing. On my tracks, you'll see we'll have a hertz behind it, like 528 hertz. Um, and so what that hertz is going to be pertinent to in sound healing and with my music is it's going to be a certain frequency. So 528, and there's charts you can pull up on Google, so I won't go too deep into that. People will be like, that's not what I want to hear. Um, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. But you can you can see, like, for instance, 528 is going to be the key of C. Um Okay. And so C is going to be pertinent to whatever modality you're using with that. So back to describing that to color therapy. We know that there's red, yellow, blue, violet, orange, green, and indigo. There's seven colors that we can see. And interestingly enough, there is really like seven notes that we hear before you go to the eighth note, which is going to be the octave. So we kind of put our mind around that. So if I go to 528, there's going to be probably eight notes in that. And that's how we're going to start to to work with it. Now, that frequency, and I'm just going to use for this example because I have so many different hertz, but I'm just going to keep using 528 since it's simple and not okay. going to confuse. 
Okay. Then I'll put in binaural beats, right? And I'll explain that in a little bit. But as I'm doing binaural beats, I'm also going to put into maybe a delta wave or a theta wave or an alpha wave or a gamma wave. I don't really do beta waves because my opinion, kind of like how we're talking and communicating now, we're all in a state of beta. Um, and beta is going to be 14 to 39 hertz. So there again, as I talk about the delta, theta, alpha, and gamma, I have to have a certain hertz frequency that's inside of what that is to match up with that key signature of 528. Make sense? Makes sense. Okay. So we have delta, which is going to be our, our lowest waves. And that's going to be roughly four hertz or less. And it's going to be a deep, dreamless sleep where the body can heal and we can restore itself. Pretty pertinent, I would think, with sound healing. And that's why I, I use a lot of that. My wife has a, a hypnosis, uh, Wellpoint Hypnosis company that she runs. And so we okay. like to use a lot of Delta to get people into that hip hypnosis state. It's going to, with Delta, it's going to be able to release anti-aging hormones, which is going to include melatonin, okay. HG, HGH, D, DHEA, and it's the place of deepest relaxation, healing, our deepest spiritual connection, and the connection with our subconscious mind. The next one up from that is going to be theta, which is four to seven hertz, and that's mm -hmm. going to be the border between the conscious and the subconscious world. I do a lot of albums in this because that's kind of where I like to try to manifest. Maybe that's just kind of like my own personal area and in, in putting that towards others, others like alpha. Um, but in theta, it's a state of consciousness where we're access and influence our, our, the powerful subconscious part of ourselves that's normally inaccessible to our waking minds. So that's going right. to a lot of people use that for, for yoga. They use it for meditation. Um, alpha is 8 to 14 hertz, and it's going to be the normal activity of the brain when we're conscious and relaxed. And that's going to help us with relaxation, focus, reduce stress, maintain positive thinking, increase our learning capabilities, and that we're able to easily engage in activities in the environment because we're in a state of flow in the, in the alpha state. And then gamma, right. which is up there on the top, mm -hmm. above the beta, is going to be everything greater than 40 hertz. And so this is the pattern of the neural oscillation in humans. Gamma is going to be the highest as far as frequency waves go. And interestingly enough, it's the smallest in amplitude. Um, it's kind of a lot of people associate it that the Schumann resonance, which measures the Earth's frequency, uh, has moved up from alpha to gamma where we're at now. And so, of course, we vibrate with the Earth's vibration, which is the Schumann resonance that we live in. Gamma is kind of cool because I've done some studies with um, those with like high, high gamma brainwave activity. And these people have like high IQ scores and they're often have a, a high academic achievers, athletes, um, oh, musicians. Okay. So mm -hmm. it's it's um, I've worked with a, a college student who was in high school and she ended up going into Colorado School of Mines, which is a big, wow. time, big time engineering school. Um, I think it's just right below um, MIT. Okay. And and because of the high brain activity that that the student had, they're like off the charts with their GPAs. So, and then I like to play oh. around with it because then it helps me create music all the time. <laughs> right. <huh? laughs> so, what do you suggest 
for someone whom is high stress or whom have experienced trauma, what what really type of sound would be good for them? I, I pretty much all of it. I might not say so much gamma, and that's going to okay. depend because each one that might have that stress or trauma is still going to have a different kind of a chemical makeup that's going to be with their with their body, and so. Okay. As I was doing this, I've worked with a lot of people with trauma, and I kind of create different themed albums. And as we're all intuitive beings and individuals, mm-hmm. they can go on and see out of the 33 different albums, maybe which one's going to resonate with them when they say the title or they see the songs that, that's on it. A lot of them are going to help in that aspect. Um, I'm trying to think about specifically if there's a better frequency that's going to kind of help with that mm-hmm. off the top of my head. I mean, I, a lot of them, I think they're just going to be drawn to it. I mean, there's 741, which is going to help people to improve their ability to express themselves and find right. solutions to a problem. 852. I, I can't really answer it directly going, Oh, this is going to be the cure. I'll take this. Frequency. Right. No. <laughs> Right, right. That makes a lot of sense. I know. So I like to practice yoga. I think that, you know, because I used to work out a lot and I used to run like maybe a mile four to five times out of the week. But now I'm more into my mental health. So I did come to find that yoga relaxes me more. And then when I put on some jazz or something like that, then I'm really into it. So I'm going to have to (laughs) try and uh, listen to a couple of your songs and maybe that can help me. And even with the class that I would introduce and uh, get the girls to be able to unwind because we are emotional beings and we are so like wound up at times, you know? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, you think of today's society, and that's kind of how I got into this. Our society is probably, lack of a better term, kind of like creates this like fight or flight syndrome. It's like right. creates all this fear, you know, We from the yeah. moment that we make up. And, and I'm going to back up here a little bit. The reason why I do these frequencies is that as I was working in studios and also entertaining for record companies, we're playing shows sometimes till like two o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And- I had noticed that there was a pattern that everything that we recorded in was at 440 hertz. So I'm going to describe real quickly what that means, and then I'll continue on. 440 hertz means that when I sit down with a band, whether it be in Europe or Australia or or Brazil, and mm-hmm. we're going to tune to that frequency with our tuners on our guitars, and that way we're all going to play in tune. We've been hearing it for decades. and okay. And when I studied it, it's that frequency is pretty, pretty, it's a dissonant frequency. So it's okay. probably helping. I mean, they, they, some of the militaries will use that in some of their psyop stuff that, that they do. Um, okay. And a, another example would be that, well, whether this is, is, is true or not, people find this on the, on the web, but Joseph Goebbels, had, he was one of the, the third Reich ministers before World War II broke out, said it's of utmost importance that we use this tuning of 440. And then, of course, we we know what happened with World War II. 
So fast forward, um, there's an artist who is a, is a Grammy. I think he has like seven or eight Grammys and he, he's the guitarist for, for Toto. And anyway, now is now his name, Lukather, Steve Lukather, right? He's the guitarist for Toto. And mm-hmm. he scores a soundtrack for a movie soundtrack. And he takes it to Austria, right? Right next to Germany. Yeah. And he sits down with the Australian orchestra to score this. And it's out of tune. It doesn't even match up with what he had done back here in the States. And it comes to find out that they're not tuned to 440. And so he asks them, will you tune to 440? And they're like, nope, we're not tuned into 440. I don't remember what tuning that they had with it. But <laughs> he he had to then record that, then bring it back, and then somehow alter it or all of that. So, right. <laughs> so they, they stayed away from it, but the rest of us have been using it for decades. So back to when I was playing with, with these bands, I couldn't rest at night. And I, I couldn't figure out how to calm down and, and try to get a night's, good night's rest because going back to, to just getting up the next day. And that's when I started dabbling with sound healing and really experimenting and um, which has now led to realizing these different frequencies can change us. Right. Right. That makes a lot of sense because when I went to your website and I, I had noticed that each album had its own numerology number. And I was like, Hmm, that's, that's just, that's different. So why did you name each album? And I know we spoke about this a little earlier, but can you reiterate about that? What, why did I use each frequency on that album? No. Why is each album named in a numerology number? Okay. So that's, that's going to be the Hertz, right? Okay. And so mm-hmm. that's the frequency, what it is. So if you, if you look up the definition of Hertz, it's going to be a measure of electricity distinguished by this unit Hertz. And the body is electrical and multiple frequencies make up and create it. The vibrational frequency of the mind will determine the vibration at which the body will function. Low vibrations have a greater attractor field to imbalance and disease where higher ones are enable the body to release the holding patterns of imbalance, empowering the body to heal infinite love and gratitude, which is going to have our highest frequencies. So each one of those is going to have that hertz, that frequency, which people sometimes like to try to look up to see what it might be closest to for, for healing them. Or right. it, it also lets me know what key signature it's going to be in. So again, 520, 528 is a, is a frequency that's known as the love frequency or the love note or the miracle tone. And okay. And it was actually my first album that I did from Earthly Frequencies. There were six mm-hmm. sacred solfeggio tones. And, and so that's where I came up with 528 with the miracle on that. You think that kind of going off subject here again, I apologize, but solfeggio. No, that's okay. Go right ahead. Started out with, with ut re mi, and that's kind of like basically like sol fa la. Wait, what is it? Oh, I have to think here. Ut re mi fa so yeah fa so la right and so people who are listening to go wait I know that do re mi so fa la ti do right 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 so that's that that's where that all came from. Um, there were six basically mathematic formulas which from universal frequencies are derived. They consist of sacred geometry and sacred numerology, 
And that's how I, I got the start with dealing with these frequencies. And so me was a track for miracles of DNA repair because in the Eastern Bloc in Europe, there mm-hmm. were scientists that were working with that frequency for repairing the DNA. So I thought, ironically enough, me, short for miracles. <laughs> that's good. That's, <laughs> that's great. I know because that was my next question because your latest release, which was a Christmas favorite, 528, that you just spoke about. And I was going to ask you to tell me about that album. That's something that I was thinking about purchasing for myself. Is it just for a holiday or something that we I can use and play when I'm working out, you know, doing yoga or when I'm a little stressed and I need something to calm me down? So I, I went on the past year, I went on this little journey because my I also have a classical music composition background and I loved studying classical compositions. And so I started with the Christmas album, didn't quite complete it, went on to Bach, to Vivaldi, and another album called Romantic Classics, and then came back to to working the rest of the year for, for the Christmas album. It, and that's all the traditional classics, Christmas classics. Reason why I did that is because I, I had minored in voice, and it's funny, as soon as you start up with with your college degree on that and you're you're studying voice – August, September, you're, you're singing Christmas carols, getting ready for the Christmas. And, and so it's always kind of stuck with me. So I wanted to put something together that was in the frequency of love. Cause that's just one of my favorite times of the year. Right. Some, we need a, more of that. Yeah. Yeah. And for some, it's like, Oh, I hate Christmas because the, this or that, I won't go into whatever trauma or drama that they might have. But at 528, I'm hoping that, you know, they'll be able to put that on and they're going to feel the love of that frequency at Christmas time. That's going to accompany what that season of holiday is, is to represent. So I just put a bunch of Christmas classics together and, and kind of had to rescore them to, to match up with the, the keys that they were winning and the frequencies. Right. So you love music so much. What do you do? You just go into your studio and you just, just, just do you. <laughs> I, I do. I do. Um, I, it, it, I wake up and I'll even have ideas about like six thirty, and I used to have a commercial recording studio and it, it kind of got cumbersome because you fire up all your equipment, your mixers, your rack gear, your synthesizers, guitars, amplifiers, depending on what you want to use. And then by the time you get, I get that going and everything, it'd be like time to drive home, to make it back for dinner. Being in this creative world, it's like it'd be nice to have it at home. And so um, we built on a, a studio room and we're in the process of hopefully going to build a second studio to to be able to work out of. Um, but yeah, so I'll get up in the morning. And immediately just start turning on things. And I love playing like synthesizers. I've been big this past year with synthesizer. I've been building my own out of all of these modules and units. That is like a whole nother aspect and area dealing with frequencies and tunings. And it's it's so much challenging because as I could sit down like these synthesizers behind me right here, I can fire them on and I can play a note and I know automatically what note that's going to be. 
when you're working with modular and euro rack, you really don't know. So you have to use your ear and it takes you into a whole different dimension on, on and a creative aspect with where to go. And I, as I kind of start going deeper with, with asking the question, yeah, right. I, I sit down, my, my, my spouse is basically at five o'clock, I'll get this big text that's already programmed on my computer that she can reach me. That's like time to close it down, come downstairs. <laughs> I, I'll get lost. Right. Yeah. I'm with you on that. And especially if it's something that you love and you're passionate about and the same with me, I'm so creative and I help teach customer service skills because wow. I feel that that is something that we as humans, no matter what we do, we have to be able to communicate effectively. And especially when we angry, we get mad and things like that. And so I noticed that girls, especially at a young age, the biggest problem is learning the proper way to not let your emotion override your communication when you're trying to explain yourself. And then it start affecting your job performance or you're not even able to get a job because, you know, you're just you know, judged from the way that you are presenting yourself. So I go in here in my office and I just create these programs and tests and everything because once you go through the training and you're able to identify that, hmm, I didn't know I'd do this. Oh my God, I could have helped, you know, solve that problem without being angry or frustrated and everything. And, and I love it. And I think that that was my, you know, that was that that's me because I am a customer service executive and I understand how and what you need to do in order to win your customers over or gain customer loyalty. So I think that's totally important. Oh, so it, tell me in your opinion, would you say self-energy healing is a modern healthcare? So I'm sorry, say that again. So in your opinion, would you say that self-energy healing is a modern day healthcare? Wow. I, I mean, I want to say yes to that. It, and it's going to clearly depend on the individual that you talk to, um, okay. you know, because I, there's so much that I put into my life that I'm a big believer of. Um, and I have to, I say, yeah, but then I'll talk to people and they're just like, they're set that they're going to do this. They're going to stick with these patterns and yet they're wow. getting the same, same results. And Absolutely. which you think that doing something unhealthy leads to disease, right. Or dis ease, so to speak. And we we're, we're all, all energetic beings, we can totally heal ourselves and change our energy makeup. Um, when I was on the journey with, with playing with these frequencies, okay, so here's here's an example. Okay. Those who, who have seen my um, my website, I had to get into the sciences a little bit to show the public what it was we're hearing. Because as I would play frequencies for people and they would hear them, they knew that they were feeling better, but did they just think that that was their mind or were they really, really feeling better? Right. So being in higher vibration, as we talked about some of these states a little earlier, 
-hmm. I was able to bring into my life a, a professor who is a doctor that teaches at the University of St. Petersburg, Russia. And he happened to be here in the States, in Colorado, and like just up the highway at another studio, which was a television studio, um, up from my commercial recording studio. And he'd heard about what I was doing with my music. So I got to got together with him. And he was basically inventing and expanding on a technology that is biophotonic imaging. And okay. so now and I'm a techie, right? I like to, I build guitars. I've reconfigured computers. I'm always pulling electronics apart, <laughs> and figuring out how to do it, you know? Yeah, and so, and here is this was biotonic, biophotonic imaging. So, okay, what is it? First of all, it's the convergence of the photonic and life sciences, and it's the technology mm -hmm. of generation, manipulation, and the detection of light. And so it's using photons and quantum-like particles of light instead of electrons to transmit the process and store information. And it, he was expanding on it, and it was it, it goes dates back to oh gosh, when does it date date back to Qu quite a while? So he'd expanded on. It. I mean, Tesla, Nikola Tesla, kind of dabbled in it because he was he liked to impress his audiences during his lectures. Okay. And and he would turn off the lights and stand on a platform that he designed, which was an electrode and connected to a generator. And his body would glow and his hair would stand up on end and raise the light. <laughs> and so, you know, and, and that's probably where he came up with it. If you wish to understand the universe, think of energy, frequency, and vibration. So I'm going back, coming back to the question mm -hmm. that, that you were asking. On it. So now with the sciences, I could take a base test on somebody that hasn't heard my music or anything and see what their energy field was because it measures the energy field okay. um, and and i could see it, it was so effective that the one individual i was doing this test on something was showing up on the, the right side in their mouth and i'm like wow you looks like you've got something going on on the right side of your mouth you might want to get that checked out or look at it. Have you been hearing, feeling pain over there? And they're like, no, well, they were chewing gum over on the right side of their mouth. So it was <laughs> measure the energy on the mouth. Right. Right. Wow. Okay. That's neat. So, so it was, it was cool to see that now I can measure my music, somebody who had their energy field. And you could see one client I had that comes to mind as I'm describing this had a problem using their voice. So if you think of our energy fields or chakras or their voice was way off to the side and some of them were not really all aligned with them. So I had just come out with an album that was called Vocal Toning with the Angels so that people could tone with their own voice because again, we're, we're all energetic beings and talking that you know we can heal ourselves. Here we have our own voice that we could heal ourselves with. And so that was the concept of the angelic frequencies people could sing with. Okay. So I test this young individual and then I put headphones on him and I'm like, okay, now you're going to, you're going to sing to the track and I'm going to play it back to you. And I didn't know this person doesn't like to sing and, and has like avoidance to singing. And I'm like, oh no, I, I just blew all the data on this one. And, and that person's like kind of listening to the track. I figure, okay, we'll measure after Let's just go see what we're doing. And the person starts like, I hate my job. I don't like this. <laughs> I hate it. Start singing negative stuff. I'm thinking, oh, I've really blown this test now, right? Right. <laughs> Interestingly enough, 
We sit down, I go ahead and run the final test on him. And now the throat energy, that chakra has come back in. You can see the energy fields. I've got, I think on my website, I've got a video that is kind of showing before and after this. So people could, could see what the sound healing is doing. And so wow. it starts to put those energy fields back into alignment because like we were speaking earlier, we get bombarded daily. You can go into work. You can, we're here he, hearing the wrong things. People are taking shots at us for yeah, whatever reason. Absolutely. You see something <laughs> horrific on the way into, into, to work or yes. you, you have a bad, something, a bad meal. It's like, how do we get our energy back to normal at the end of the day so that we're feeling back to healthy so that we can be rested, relaxed in our own human energy field, our higher self and, and go to sleep. Wow. That's, that's, that is interesting. Very interesting. So Ted, what advice can you give someone to take as a preventive measure to protect their mental health? Oh, that's that. That's that's a good one, and I'm like kind of want to clearly say, be around all the positive and love loving individuals that that you really can and, and stay into that vibration that keeps you there and whatever you, you, you need to do. I'm not a doctor, but whatever you need to do, make sure that you're doing what's right for you. Stay out of low negative vibrations. Cause that can destroy anybody, no matter what type of state that they're in. I, I totally agree. So in my office or in my facility, you know, I play some, smooth jazz or something that is yeah you know I like jazz but something some type of music that will when you walk in you just will feel good because like you just stated we deal with so much on the outside we have to protect our mental health absolutely and if we are having a bad day then I want my music when you walk into the office to bring you back to being you. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's that's really, really important. So they, they should listen to a lot of Ted Winslow music. <laughs> right. <laughs> Absolutely. That's first step right there. <laughs> that is right. So, Ted, is there anything else you could tell us about? the sound waves and other creative aspects to what you do? Oh, there's so much. It's kind of like where to start with it. It's like, well, you know, one of the big aspects that, that where my music has helped individuals is, mm-hmm. is those who have insomnia or, and I, I call it like monkey brain at night. Cause I, I used to be one of those people where I, I'd have a hard time sleeping because my brain would start thinking what I hadn't done that day or what I need to do the next day. And I'd start stressing myself out Yeah, and then I couldn't I, sleep, you know? And so, and that, that was, that's one of the things that a lot of people start listening to my music because it, it, it's, it's a natural energy and vibrational frequency where right. our body can heal and it's going to clear the mind. We've used it with, with hypnosis. And what's good about that is because, say, someone's had a real traumatic uh, uh, effect, and there could have been a classical song or something playing in the background. 
And so some hypnotherapists were using classical and people were saying that they couldn't get into the state of hypnosis. And it might have something to do. The classical is playing, playing in the background. A lot of people, my music's about a decade old, a little, well, 20 years, but most of my recording, sound recordings that I've been doing when I opened up my record label have been about the past decade. And so it's, it's getting rid of the childhood trauma for those who they're not, they're not associating the music because it's a whole different composition for what I use with sound scene tech that I developed to put it into. And it helps them get into hypnosis. So it's worked with hypnosis for those who are clinical or hypnotherapists trying to help people go under. It's helped with those who are not able to sleep at night. Um, I've had cancer patients going through therapy and they've been listening to the music to help with some of the pain that they might have been experiencing. Right. Um, I had uh, for trauma, I had a a firefighter who was on ground zero during 9-11 and he was down there for 15 days and he was on all sorts of medications, so to speak. He couldn't sleep. He was having a hard time kind of even connecting with his family on the level that's that's a normal level. And so I got to talking with him and I gave him, and actually as I speak this, I'm going to give the, your listeners that listen to this a free digital download of Angelic Sound Healing which is the album that I'd given to him. And so he started listening to, to the sound healing album and it got him off of the heavy sleeping medications he had to take at night to, to try to have to be able to, to go to sleep. And mm. yeah. And, and it just changed all that that was impacting his relationships. He changed it around and he followed up, let me know how amazing that this was. Um, and he followed up. He said, he's, you know, a few weeks later said, I'm doing great. It's completely different man and didn't have to much go further than that because, and he was a medical professional already. Um, so that, that kind of helped out. But for those who, who are interested and want a digital download, I mean, I'm, I'm on iTunes, Spotify, and Amazon. Those who don't like subscriptions or anything, they can go onto my website at tedwinslow.com and they're going to go into the store and inside the store, you'll select angelic sound healing frequencies, the, the actual album. There's one that's just a taster on there. It gives you some free ones, but right. we'll, we'll give the listeners the full, the whole album. I mean, the, I got these as a, as a download sleeping, the angels kind of want everybody to have this. So it's like, I love to share this with everybody. It's my number one. So it's got millions of streams already. Um, So they go to the store check out angelic sound healing you're going to check okay. out and then check out don't put in a credit card there should be a coupon code and just okay. type in radio r-a-d-i-o mm -hmm. and it's going to zero out the balance and then you can continue on with the digital download sometimes my my website gets hammered with a lot of people downloading albums if that happens you get kicked off you could just repeat it and, and it'll download it um again you you'll It'll be fine, but don't put a credit card in it. Don't do it with a tablet or like an iPad or an iPhone or phone. Use it from a computer because most computers have media players. Uh, Macs are going to have the iTunes and okay. uh, PCs will have their their media player. I can't remember what it's probably just like Windows media player or something. And they can they get look at the full, uh, I think 10, 11 tracks. <laughs> I forgot how many tracks there are on it. <laughs> 
Yeah, you have a lot. You have a lot of music. I mean, when I went to the website, I was like, oh, my God. And I have bookmarked a couple of songs for myself because I am one of them that wake up no matter what time I go to sleep. I wake up at three o'clock in the morning for some reason. I don't know. And I need that music just to relax me all over again. So I put it on and yeah, I give me some good sleep, but it's, it does take about an hour. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy because like I started out with the songs, just doing them with six minutes. And a lot of people were like, why were you using six minutes? And that was at the time when I was doing those tests and everything, that's kind of where I saw you could really change your vibration, which is good. It's kind of, it's kind of quick. And, and then I'm kind of like realizing we're so much faster now with how we progressed. I mean, look at time, how quickly everything's kind of going by. So Absolutely. they're not all, all six, but that was the one thing. Cause I, that like when I was doing yoga and, and, or meditating, I, I was like, okay, how, how can I get myself to calm down and get into the state of relaxation? And like, Oh, you must sit there for 90 minutes. And I'm like, 90 minutes. I don't have 90 minutes. I got to get going right. for this. <laughs> you know, and they said, but that is why you have the problem. You need 90 minutes. I'm like, I, I, you don't understand. And so I'm like, there's got to be another way. Yeah. It's like, man, it's I, a funny story. Had a, a, a dentist and she had, had heard me speaking about my music and was kind of like a naysayer on it. And she's around that drill. I, I need to go, as I tell this, I need to figure out what frequency that drill would be be in but i think we all know what the drill sounds like in the dentist office and it's not a pleasing sound that's going to make us want to go yeah to sleep it's not <laughs> you know the little stress you know kind of. and so anyway on her lunch breaks she would sit in her dentist chair and have her lunch and, and put on that put on some headphones and listen to my tracks wow okay okay so what would you say is your greatest strength as an artist uh i i i think that the fact that i may not know limits um like i love to push boundaries if if everything and a lot of my songs are in in um four four time signatures right there we can deal with another beat that's going to be a hypnotic beat i like Mm -hmm. to sometimes kind of hide the beat in there without using it prevalent so to speak like with a drum snapping on it because a drum for me, kind of takes me out of my subconscious, but there's ways that I'll hide it in there. So I'll work with time signatures sometimes. And you think if you get to crazy time signatures, like seven, eight time signature, the mind is not used to that. And if I can get that working great with like some of my compositions that I have, Mm -hmm. that that's, that's great. Um, I like playing with modalities because if I'm working with the key of C of 528, there's also a ton of different modalities that you can go into it, like Dorian, Mixolydian, um, Locrian. And now you're dealing with a whole different type of flavor with, with putting them together. And then you have to still keep it so it's a hypnotic thing so that it's not being dissonant or giving us any of that, that tension where we're like, wait, what's going on here? I'm not quite sure. But so that our <laughs> mind easily follows it. And the ego now has to take a back seat. Right. That's beautiful. I like that. I like that. So um, you are a vocal coach as well. Tell me a little bit about that. What are the qualities that are needed 
from a student who would like or hire you as a vocal coach? And would this be something where I, you know, of course that, you know, I want to sing or would it be where I am strengthening my vocal capabilities? So I kind of go into a different, more healing aspect of it with people and their voice, just because that there are so many vocal coaches that are going to concentrate, okay, we're going to do this piece that you want to perform, or we're going to work on this with your voice because you're in broadcasting, and this will help you become a better a better broadcaster. I figure with my niche, 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 I however we say it, that right? <laughs> I'm kind of better sticking around vocal toning. And so I I have put out a couple vocal toning albums so that the, okay. the public can use that because vocal toning, I'm going to back up here. I was at, um, oh, what do you, not, not a fair, it was a, a conference, a big conference. And in this conference, I had, I heard a crystal bowl when I kind of first started going a little bit deeper into sound healing. And, and I heard this crystal bowl and I had to go find out what the sound was. At the time, I didn't know it was a crystal bowl. And I'm like, oh, wow. I talked to the person like, oh, it's a sound healing. And this is the this is a B flat and you can get any key that you want. And I'm like, look, I'm like, that's fantastic. I'll get one. And they're like, that'll be a thousand dollars. And I'm like, wow, that's <laughs> a lot of money for sound healing. Now I don't feel healed anymore. I feel broke. <laughs> it's the opposite of what Absolutely. I wanted. I feel bad now. <laughs> So I, I I did get a crystal bowl set, you know, but, but I'm like, okay, that's not, I don't, that's not really the way to go. We have our own God given voice and you study our voice. It's like our thumbprint. It's unique when I'm not, I'm not going to get too off subject here. When I was going through college, I was studying voice analysis and that's where mm-hmm. I came to realize that our voice is so unique to us that you could look at that. And that goes into an area. It was even before audio forensics came out. And I started working a little bit with audio forensics. For those who like to kind of get real geeked out or nerdy with audio forensics, if I'm listening to people talk and you remember the videos where all of a sudden you got some gangsters talking and they go turn up the radio, right? Right. And so I'm like, oh, wait, they're listening to Elvis. And I go get that Elvis track and I pipe it in on the same thing. I can create phase cancellation that it gets rid of that Elvis track. And now I can hear them perfectly clear. And I won't go much deeper than that into it. But it's audio forensics with dealing with our voice. I'm like, wow, okay. So we could do self-healing power using our voice to resonate through all of our chambers. We're resonating through our bones, through our mass, through our body, and through the resonance and frequency vibration and toning, we can now do the sound healing process of restoring our body back to its elect, electro, there's a good one, electromagnetic field okay. trained, you know? And so as, as our bodies are what, I'm, I'm not a doctor or anything, but it's like 85% water and then muscles yes. make up that, right? Right. So you think that that's entraining us with the, you can entrain yourself with the vibration. So if you put on headphones or next to a speaker, you're able to bring in those frequencies. So if you're toning yourself, if you're vocal toning yourself, you're now going to entrain all of that. You're going to open up chakras, energy fields, especially your throat chakra. Remember that the story earlier I was talking about. Right. You can raise your vibration and you can raise the vibration of those as well. I mean, 
you ever be in a room and someone who's got a beautiful voice just kind of starts singing or humming and now you're just yes. right there in it. It's, it's, yes. it's, a, that's that high, that's that vibration. Okay. So, and it's, it's a great way to release anger, jealousy, resentment, frustration, and eradicate those negative energies that, that might have bombarded us. That's what they say about when we smile, because they say when we smile and laugh, it releases stress and it just puts you in a better mood. So, yeah, I, and I do agree. I do agree to that. You ever do aromatherapy so, with like essential oils? Yes. Oh, absolutely. I have one going right now. <laughs> I, I I did it before I come on the show because I I, I I want it all. <laughs> yeah. Give it to me all. I'm telling you because there is no ooh. overloading. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. I do agree to that. So, Mr. Winslow, have you now let me ask you this. Do you go on the road and do you perform like um in concerts or anything like that? I, I don't, I, I used to do a lot of live shows and I've done so many that it just kind of got to the point that like, I just don't want to do this anymore. Right. And, and the problem that I have with doing live shows and especially like I'll sometimes play for, for small groups is I like to improvise. And so a lot of people are like, I want to hear this, but like, I can never, I never play the same thing the same way. I love going in improvisation because it's that's that altered universe that I go as a musician and I just let my fingers and my ears take me where I want to go on that composition, especially like with with practicing. It's funny because a lot of people hate practicing. If there was one thing I wish I could do more during the day, mm-hmm. it would be build guitars because I love building guitars and it would be practicing more. But I always, okay. it's it's like I have to turn practice into okay. It's going to be the composition. Let's go ahead and write it and record it. Are you a perfectionist? Not really. No. I I I I kind of I think sometimes those crazy little nuances um, are what what make the piece what it's supposed to be. Um, I used to be a perfectionist, and you can drive yourself crazy sometimes. Now that being said. Sometimes I have a hard time going back because as you as I've evolved as a producer and as a musician and other instruments and I listen to certain tracks, it's tough because I'm like, oh, I really should have done this. Oh, I could have done this different. Right. Then it's like, oh, oh, okay, that that's like running around in in a circle looking for a corner. (laughs) Absolutely, it does. (laughs) When you're a perfectionist, it, it it always have you thinking that it's just not good enough. And then when yeah. you start thinking that it's not good enough, then you find yourself still in in place A when you need to be in C, D or whatever, you know? So, yeah, that's that's totally important. I know I had a problem with that because I, I am a perfectionist in my own little way. But I have learned that going through the mistakes and, you know, and the trials and tribulations, I'd rather do that so yeah. that way I can make those corrections and I can continue to move forward. I think that is good. Yeah. So what would you say to someone whom have some of the creative ideals such as you and may want to follow in your footsteps? What what should they do? Uh learn learn the business first of all because that I think that anybody has that creative aspect and there's a lot of them. You need to take it to to the next level of learning the business. 
So that would be, you know, figure out how you can publish yourself. And, you know, because at the end of the day, as much as we love giving our music out and it is good to to see the rewards come back in streams and or could be sales back in the day used to be CDs because that's that's the reward that we get for the process that keeps me going and keep recording more when I know more people are listening to it. So right. th- that has to do with the business on how to get it out there. Um, study the business with it. Make sure that that no one's. Yeah, kind of that that aspect of it and and keep playing. Follow your heart with with what you do. When I started in this, so many people were like cuz I got tired of playing. I and I played in a, in a in a couple of rock bands. And I just got <laughs> tired of it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I used yeah, yeah. And and it was <laughs> it was fun, but that's that's I'm not that lifestyle. That's not really me so to speak. Right. And and I I would tell these guys, okay, so here's a funny story. I'm also a motorcycle enthusiast, right? I I did a a solo motorcycle trip up to Alaska and back. And so there wow. were some guys that that I would ride here locally in Colorado with. And at the time, I had gone through a hypnotherapy session to bring forth this album that's called Frequency of the Fairies. So what I'm saying is follow your your gut with where you're going. Here I am with a group of motorcycle guys, and they're like asking me what am I what have I been working on, knowing that I had a rock background. I'm like a you know, I'm working on an album called Frequency of the Fairies. <laughs> They're like, you're doing what? You know, which I'm right? like, yeah, seriously. It, like, what is it? So I I kind of tell them what it, what is kind of going on with it. And they're looking at me sideways. And it's funny because then the next time I see them, they've gone out and listened to a few tracks on it. And they're like, kind of go, yeah, I, I like that Finland. That, that, I like this song on there. I like <laughs> that song on there. You're right, right. I see what you're talking about. Wow. So I know we headed up for the hour and everything. And as we didn't have a, I mean, it's a beautiful conversation and I thank you so much, but can you tell us, Ted, is there anything else you would like to share about what's next for you before we move on and how so, someone uh, can contact you and sure your services? Um, I've got most of my, my, they can contact me on my website. And they can see some of the scientific studies that I've talked about. My albums are up there. Um, and any more information that I might not, we might not have covered, go to tedwinslow.com. And that's probably the best way to, to get in contact with me. Um, I am on Instagram, Ted Winslow, Twitter, Ted Winslow. I'm on Facebook, which is uh, Ted Winslow Sound Healing, uh, so Fezio Frequencies. And um, I'm on YouTube. I've got... Uh, the distribution companies that I'd worked through with putting it out had put together a YouTube uh, channel for me. And so now I've got a lot of my music up on YouTube as well. Um, okay. Okay. Sounds good. Well, Ted, it has been a pleasure having you on my show and I look forward to having you again. Thank you so much for having me. And I got to tell you, You're thank so you for welcome. creating this environment for all of us to, to get together and just be one. Absolutely. You know, just be ourselves, right? Yeah. yeah. Talk about some of the challenges and obstacles and also how we overcame those challenges and obstacles. So that's my focus. And I appreciate you saying that. And thank you again. <laughs> and good luck. And stay in touch with me. I am going to stay in touch with you as well. And I look forward to you coming back. I as well. Thank you.
Well, listeners, I have reached my destination. I am the award-winning author of the new book, A Journey of a Sapphire. I hope to inspire others who are on their journey or who have faced challenges and obstacles to never give up on your dreams and learn how to recognize behavioral problems. I leave you with this quote of the day. Our lives begin to end the day we become silent about the things that matter. Dr. Martin Luther King. Thank you so much. God bless. Thank you for listening to All Roads 65 Max Radio with Pamela Henderson. Join us every other week on Tuesdays, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on BBS Radio Station One. And please visit allroads65max.org and become a volunteer or sponsor and be the change you want to see in this world. With your help, we can make a difference in our society and uplift those who so desperately need our help. Thank you for tuning in.